people are after. I mean, I get, you know, that there's, there's the level of doing the exercise. I think of it almost like a study, like if you were to study the Bible each day or, you know, study something so intensely. What is it that you think is motivating people to want to do this? As you and I both know in business or other parts of our lives, when you have things that the seven touches or the 15 touches, and then it starts to drop in. So if you've got, you're listening to this podcast series on the abundance and you're reading the abundance and you're having a conversation about the abundance. Okay. These are multiple touch points that are actually going to move the needle in the space of really creating that abundant, fulfilling life moving forward that you're looking for. So let's talk about number three. I am conscious of the inner presence as my lavish abundance. I am conscious of the constant activity of this mind of infinite prosperity. Therefore, my consciousness is filled with the light of the truth. I think for those that are ready to hear it, I don't know that everyone's going to be ready for this, but if you look at either John Randolph Price's book, or you look at Wallace Waddle's book, The Science of Getting Rich, or you look at Napoleon Hill's book, which is Think and Grow Rich. Um, All of them have this one big takeaway, which is that God, universe, powers that be, higher self, wants us to be wealthy. In fact, when we're not wealthy, or we're, you know, living in disdain of, of money, that's when we're living the most separate from source. And the highest form of expression of God is us wanting better things in life, a better house, a better vacation home, a first-class plane ticket, um, better clothing. All of that is really, we become the conduit by which, you know, this higher presence, God universe expresses itself. And so in reading that very first statement, I think that that inner presence is capitalized for a reason, but that fount of, of abundance is infinite because of our acknowledgement and realization that in fact, it is not bad to have, to have money and want good things in life. The lavish is also, I feel like I really interpret it as the beauty of letting go of what doesn't serve me to open room for the truly beautiful desires that feel good and are delightful. So having that lavish attitude also means letting go of things that don't serve me in that space. Um, That almost feels like I related to like eating junk food, right? Mm -hmm. Eating junk food does not fill my body with goodness and my health with goodness. Chris Kenny talks about the fact that we should charge the most for what comes easiest to you. Now, for me, that's planning travel and retreats and telling people stories. Those gifts come from within and the amount of products that I can create from how to plan a retreat, how to tell a story about that retreat is endless. Um, And the amount of money I can probably generate from creating products out of that is endless. So I think that's one of the biggest things that's come out of doing this exercise with you for the last couple of days. He's like, become present and accepting of your value, not only on a spiritual level, but on, on an energetic level, um, he invokes the acronym FAITH, which stands for for allowing in the how. I think a lot of times we want something, but we're focused on, well, how is that going to come into my existence? Um, can you repeat that for me and, of course, our listeners one more time? Yeah. So the bridge between the spiritual and the physical is faith. And faith, of course, we know it in, in our lexicon as being something that you have unwavering faith, but he actually says it's an acronym for allowing in 
the how. I love that for allowing in the how. Um, when presented with some different challenges that we might be um, discussing, ideas just drop in. And sometimes I actually surprise myself. Business mm-hmm. strategy and ideas just come into my brain and out of my mouth before I even realize what I've just said. And the recipient or the client on the other side is like, that, that is really, that's a great idea. I didn't think about it that way. And in full disclosure, sometimes I'm thinking, I didn't really think about it that way either, but I must have. It must have been sitting in my subconscious and I opened up space to let it come through me, which is the infinite, infinite prosperity that I need to convert that into, like you said, ebooks, uh, marketing materials, just resources for everybody who I'd like to serve. When you come up with a solution for a client, that is the divine also expressing itself through you. Again, you're the conduit for that. Um, and again, I, I think about my conversations with my sales coach sometimes. And I'm like, well, is it this solution or this solution? He's like, Joya, trust yourself. The solution that you've come up with is the divine speaking through you. So all you've got to do is trust that. And so I also think that question, uh, you know, statement number three em- em- emphasizes that we really need to trust ourselves. You have to be ready to hear the words that are expressed in day three reflection and repeatedly listen to this conversation, repeatedly read the statement, repeatedly talk about it with maybe an accountability partner or somebody you might be doing this exercise with, because it does take time to unpack it. And then right when you think you do, then you drop in even deeper. And I think that's been the beauty for you and I doing this together is I'm realizing more and more things and, and they're showing up daily. So today in the conversation, something dropped in for me and I thought, well, sure enough, there it is. All right, we're moving on to number four. If you want to listen, it's in the next episode. 